have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Sick Talk Show! Your contacts require immediate communication. Your first contact, Codename Greek Dog. Facts don't change people's minds, but I've been thinking about this a lot with uh, like Cornell West because Cornell West is, is somebody that. If we're going to have hope, we do have to believe that someone like him can go out there and, like, change some minds. Brandon had just turned 21 five days before he died. We're at Skeeps, schoolkeepers. I can't believe we went to Skeeps for his 21st birthday, but... You don't give... When you're 20... When you just turned 21, you don't give a fuck what bar it is. That's something you build later, like, you become a bar snob the older you get. And the Hungarian Iron God. And in South Carolina, there's paper mills and pluff mud on, uh, in, in Charleston, and they, they stink like fucking skunky cabbage. So uh, Cali Bass became cabbage ass, and then anytime we smelled it when we were driving over a bridge in Charleston, we just started yelling cabbage ass at each other. Cabbage ass! Welcome in, it is the Is Safe Talk Show, episode 120. Round of applause, everybody should be happy to be here. Thanks so much for making us part of your conversation. A lot of podcasts out there. I don't know if you've heard. It's the way of the future. Is it wave of the future or way of the future? I think both. Oh, really? Sure. Okay, great. Then I'll use both then. I don't the know what Leo a new said. generation. Show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. Show me all the blueprints. Blow me all the shoe prints. Blow me where the pampers is. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, yeah, we're just talking off the air. I was in Arizona the weekend. That was fun. Some baseball stuff. Uh, baseball we... stuff. <laughs> Great gift. Yeah. No trouble there. Um, and that was fun. So now it's Thursday. We're back here. Um, life has changed, but it hasn't all at once. I, I did notice that um, the world is still kind of a mess. So that's putting it mildly. I think I have <laughs> I said, that. Right. Said properly, <laughs> properly used. Do I have that right? Yes. <laughs> yep. Got it. That's good. The world's a mess. Nailed it. So it's still a mess. Okay, you guys agree. Great. Uh, what else is going on? Guys, say something. I don't know. Uh, we got a riveting matchup between the uh, Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. No. That's old news by now. What else? <laughs> uh, do, you, do you want to go straight into show notes? Show notes? I think so. Yeah. I would Who looks say, at the show notes? Wow, dude. Are these things going? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I looked at show notes. Best uh, intentions. Oh, you were saying something about best intentions. Uh, I was in Arizona, like I said, and I did notice that um, it's really hot there and uncomfortable, and I hate the sun. I do. But people love it. And from the guy I met in Seattle, I want to give a shout out to Derek. I don't know if he's listening now. Shout out to you, my new friend from Seattle who I'd never met in real life. We met each other through the Palazzo podcast, and then uh, he decided to come down to Arizona for this annual baseball trip I go to every year, and we bunked together in Airbnb, and we really hit it off. He's a great dude, really cool. He's a he's a sound man at like uh, one of the cool indie theaters in Seattle, so he's got great taste in music. And he also introduced me to something I never heard of before called Hyper Pop. You guys ever heard of Hyper Pop? No, sounds like a music style. Is that what sure. it is? I mean, yeah, it's one of these labels that musical critics like to, uh, you know, plop onto something so it can make more sense to them, or they can sound cooler when they talk about it. I don't really know. I, I have never heard of it until Derek told me about it. 
Oh, I think it's just, uh, there was this band called The Armed. He told me this band called The Armed came through. They're actually from Detroit, and he said they're hyperpop, and that's when I found out for the first time. Apparently, this this is hyperpop. There's right here. Those guys don't sound good. Luke, you love this shit? Although this is like a remix, but it said it was the arm, so I don't know. But they are from Detroit, and really this, this is what hyperpop is, but uh, not really that excited about it personally. Quite unfamiliar. Quite unfamiliar, but you didn't like it? No, not necessarily. How come there's no, uh, there's no uh, pre-genres? It's always post-something. Yeah, it's always post, post, post. Yeah, what about... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What about post, 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 post? It's a great call. History is only linear. It's always uh, forging ahead. It's it's never can never look at it in a circular way. Yeah, music follows the second law of thermodynamics. <laughs> Fortune favors exactly. the brave. I know that. So. That's putting it mildly. Baby. <laughs> Sam Jailman Jail. Anyways, Derek's an awesome dude. It's cool to know a sound man. Like he uh, he explained to me how exactly it is that your headphones cancel the noise. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And you drew me a little picture and everything. Thanks, Derek, because I love noise-canceling headphones, and now I know why. Was it a Has Jackie Treehorn-style picture? <laughs> this is also the arm. Sounds very synthy. Sounds like a robot. Uh, okay. Kind of makes sense, then. Sounds like music. Huh? Is it hyper? This doesn't sound very hyper. I mean, it's not not hyper. It's not lazy, but it's not lethargic. Bad. So, I think it's a play on super pop. Like there's supercars and hyper cars. So, hyper. It's just going to be tiger. A little bit more over the top. Tiger uppercut. Hey. Yeah. Tiger well, dream. Hey. There's so there's so many subgenre pop. Yeah, dream pop. Yeah. I get it. I see what you're saying now. Anyways, uh, music is cool. I don't cool. keeps up with this fucking shit. My God. I have well, I mean, you would it. never keep up with that stuff, Luke. That's not I your bag. No, I would never, but I have, I have friends who, I swear to God, we had, it's a, it's a couple that, like, lives near us, and we were just talking, it was a simple conversation about music, and I swear to God, it, it took 45 minutes, and they had every sub-genre, sub-sub-genre, whatever you call it. They knew them all, and the thing is, they were so knowledgeable that you couldn't even have a regular conversation. Just they just kept there. going deeper and deeper and deeper, and getting more granular. And it's just like, nah, nah, I, I like, I like that. Can't you can't even get away with saying that? Hmm. Let's, well, let's just list them off real quick. So you've got red pop, God, no. orange Jesus pop, <laughs> draft style root beer, rocky mist. Rock and Rye is great. I do love that. I don't know what to say, really. Uh, Mike, is Rock and Rye and Superman ice cream? I have no idea. Maybe that is a thing, though. I mean, you could Google it and it would tell you. But I have. Nah, I, forget I don't really eat there, Superman ice cream. I don't know. Have you ever tried it? Uh, I'm sure I tried it when I was a kid, but I don't have a, a current memory of it. The taste in my you ever brain tried is Blue not Moon? being accessed. Oh, yeah. I love Blue Moon. In fact, Bobby, uh, Bobby, Treat Dream. You would like hey, Baby Blue Moon. <laughs> Treat Dreams like in uh, Ferndale makes a killer 
They use Blue Moon ice cream and they put in chocolate chip cookie dough in it. It's fucking delicious. They call it like Cookie Monster or something. <laughs> really good. I ate a lot of pints of those when I lived over there in Oak Park in Ferndale. <laughs> Big time. I really love Treat it. dreams. Mike's treat dreams. Was it, was wow, it so good? Dude. Like, that, uh, like you take the top off the pint and just throw it away because you know you're going to finish it? <laughs> I would have. I knew I would finish it. That's for damn sure. Yeah. There was no doubt about that ever happening. But that's really good. If you ever referred to Michigan, try uh, treat dreams. It's not like it's hard to find ice cream places in this country. I mean, even the tiniest shitholes of a shithole of a town has... Local parlor, ice cream parlor. Come on in. Yeah, there's so many uh, like King Street paying for the same like uh, rental space as like a, a fine dining restaurant, and it's all they sell is just fucking ice cream. And some of them are only ha- open like half the year. I'm like, how do you do this much fucking business? Mmm, sounds nice. I like ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. But, uh, yeah, so Arizona's fun. <laughs> Derek's a cool dude. And, uh, Derek, if you listen to the show now, hopefully you're a regular and email the show. Yeah, help us. It's the same at gmail.com. We, you know, we only had balls the, and uh, waffle cone. <laughs> that sounds good. I, by the way, I didn't get a chance to hang out with Dave. Dave listens to the show, Dave Horning, who's been an emailer. He's a friend of ours. And, uh, we did not get a chance to connect while I was there. And, uh, Sunday would have been the perfect day, but he was working on Sunday. So, Dave, I'll catch you next time. And, I'm sorry I missed out on that bomb-ass Mexican food, as he quoted. He literally said the same thing at least twice in a text, that it was bomb-ass Mexican food. He really was trying to sell it. I could, really driving it home. I could see him. Yeah, I was going to say. I could see him. Incredibly convincing. It would be very hard to not do whatever it took. Yeah, your microphone's you know acting weird now, Luke, by the way. So I don't know why. Say again? Your microphone's acting weird. It's like having this background that's coming up on occasion. I can't even explain it. But you sound normal right now. Who knows? I sound normal now. Yeah. It was just like it was like it was opening up a portal beyond the audio connection or something. Just opening up a portal. (laughs) A portal beyond the audio connection. Oh my god. A punt return for a touchdown was the first touchdown. That's so stupid. Yeah. Wow, that is such a long shot. That's huge money. (laughs) If somebody bet that, it's the one I didn't bet. Damn it. I want to meet the guy that put like a thousand dollars on that. I want to meet like the full degenerate that was just somebody did. It's so accessible. It's your odds of it just being in existence are just much higher now because of the easy access. I just, I, man, I wish there was like camera footage in Vegas. That's just, uh, you know, eye in the sky, God's eye view camera footage of just, just everything that's going on in Vegas. But I would, I really want to see that guy. I want to see that fucking dude that like he's sweating. (laughs) He doesn't, uh, he does not have a thousand dollars to spare, but he puts like the last dollar he's got on that fucking bet, and then he wins. I want to see him go fucking ape shit. Like, You've seen that guy. He's he's on the screen right now. His name is Michael Govier. <laughs> Who's that dude? He used to he used to pull like fourteen leg parlays to make rent, like literally the day before it was due. It was fucking amazing. Every time came through. Oh man, it was so lucky. Those are the days, man. You never, you can never relive that. You can never like oh, offshore, man. offshore betting on like uh, fucking TGI Fridays tips. Yeah, exactly. Those were the heydays. Spin it, spin it, spin it. <laughs>
But uh, oh betting is fun. So I, I, I lucked out in those days. These days now, the, I'm not in dire straits. It's not like I'm on the edge of oblivion, at least financially, I guess. So it's just not the same. So I'll never, probably never have those same exciting moments that I had when I was in my 20s. And I remember Larry Johnson ran back this screen pass. He ran a screen pass in for a touchdown at like the last second. And they didn't have to kick the extra point, supposedly, but if it had been zero. But since it was one second, they kicked the extra point, and I won. That was the difference. That was nice. intense, man. Yeah, that was pretty wild. But I don't like to watch the games now because I don't want to ride. I don't want to live that roller coaster with my bets. I just want to find out the results because <laughs> I just it's always a roller coaster. And who wants to live? Like, I don't want to live like that. I just want the bottom line. Like, hook me up or tell me I'm a loser. You I'm better just like way. F5 on the box score. Refresh, oh! refresh, refresh. Exactly. Oh. Hey, Doc, what happened to your foot? What I don't understand is when you owe a bookie a lot of money and he, say, blows off one of your toes, you still owe him the money. Doesn't seem fair to me. It doesn't. That's not fair at all. Totally bogus I keep nothing. forgetting where that's from. What is that from? Dirty Work. Dirty Work! Chevy Chase. That's right. a great fucking movie, man. I love Dirty Work. Never gets old. It's one of the most underrated comedies Really, truly, for comedy films, it's definitely one of my personal favorites. Always has been. Very quotable. Very stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. What? And you've always loved to carry around a bunch of dead hookers in your trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the cast in that movie, even that guy who plays, uh, what's his name, David Keckner, who plays uh, mm-hmm. Whammy in Anchorman, that guy, the bald guy, he's in it. And he's just one of, like, a brief amount of... Of awesome, even Don Rickles is in that movie. I don't know how they pulled that off. That was weird, <laughs> but it's they got fucking hilarious. Don Rickles in that. I cannot. He did. He got a. He came in and played this part of this asshole movie theater owner who's treating all his employees like shit. And dirty work is the premise, so they're trying to get revenge on him, and they do. Dude, somebody did not vet that for him. <laughs> no, I'm sure he. You had know what fun. it is? I, you know what it was? It was. Was that after Norm Macdonald had been fired? 98? Maybe. Yeah, it's pretty. I think yeah, so. Probably, yeah. It was probably like right after. For the OJ joke? And... Wow, yes. dude. Yes, I always thought it was because he, he swore on, on air. And then, then I recently found out that it was uh, about a, a joke. I can't remember what the joke was either, but is it OJ related? Is that really what it was? Uh, that's the rumor. Yeah, who knows what yeah. these. Uh, rumors about high. No, I believe that's true because I did hear. You know, YouTube is. It's like YouTube has this weird. It's almost like you can, yeah, you can believe it fully. It's like makes believe it. sense. Uh, but if it's too polished, it's almost better and easier to believe something you you see. Uh, you know, in a dark alley or whatever. <laughs> definitely. Remember. Hey, uh, tap on your mic. Just tap on it for me, will you, Luke? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's not the mic that's on right now. Shut the front door. I had a feeling. Is the mic my headphone mic? You're being heard through something, but it's not that mic. Is that or your laptop? Mm. Good Hector Savage. Goes oh. by the alias Joey Chicago. Well, I heard it was a, a big night, you know, big night for the Democrats. Everybody loves them. They're going to win. They had a huge night last night. The Democrats! Woo! 
We love you. Yeah. Abortion. He's carrying the day, supposedly, but I don't know. Sounds like bullshit to me. Remember that uh, Sum 41 song that uh, reverbed the word abortion? Yeah. Abortion. abortion it's abortion. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm about that part. Is that better? Yeah, that sounds like you now, dude. Way to go. Damn. I like uh, you. Like you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I did not realize that was not. Well, that's what I'm hearing. Automatic when really I one speed, not the other. The listener. <laughs> and doubly now, um, because we're listening to the Sum 41 riff. Yeah! All right, somewhere in here is a portion of the fast forward. I know it's in the breakdown. It's like, it's, yeah, it's in the British. Here it is. Abortion tremolo. It's on though. I rocked out of this song. God. I enjoy that song. I enjoy some 41's moment in time. They were there, and then they were gone. Uh, Actually, maybe that, they, you know. Was that their attempt at, like, rap metal, too? Uh-oh. Like, they're going to be poppy, punky, and rap metally. Is it, That's also an official genre. Poppy, punky, rap metally. That's right. That was... Ugh, that was whatever. It was an abortion. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a musical label, yeah. That's, you know, odds are if that song hadn't come out, Fat Lip in two thousand one, two thousand, uh, it probably would not have had that same effect. You're right. I bet the producers are like, let's like mix this little bit in so it sounds like some of that other rap rock shit. It'll get those people, even if they don't even realize it, to come listen. I wouldn't put it back. <laughs> well, not only not only rap rock stuff, but you know, very explicit. Like I don't know. The other other songs talking about abortion were a lot more explicit, but there were like a handful. There was a lot of very families values, uh, family values oriented grunge and punk. Where are we at in society today? Came out at the time. The family's values. The cookie's fortune. The family's values. <laughs> yeah, I like Sub 41. It was fun. I bet they played that. Festival a couple weeks ago in Las Vegas, the When We Were Young Festival, which Blink-182 and Green Day headlined, and so many people. Oh, they fit right in. Yeah. Yuck. I, absolutely, they did. I think seeing a Green festival Day's in the heat sounds trash. terrible. So. What do you say, Mike? Seeing a festival in the heat sounds terrible to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, God awful. I would love it to be in the yeah. autumn. Did, did that this year in Columbus. For, oh, yeah, you uh, definitely Noah did that. Bags. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I got some yeah. I got some shorts that were made out of some material that felt like wearing nothing and it was great. <laughs> I had my I had my balls aired out yes. the entire time. Every time there was a breeze, it was just like all the heat in my body left through to my balls. Uh, Look, I would say you can uh, think you can thank I trust the, you, uh, so I'm just gonna lay this right on you. <laughs> I feel like you can thank the pandemic for that. Thank the, you, Pandy! Like, yeah, the absolute like exponential like 
increase in production of very comforting or uh, very comfortable leisure attire. Like that just it just fucking blew up during the pandemic. It also had uh, tons of zipper pockets, so I could like shove my glasses and shit yeah. in my shorts and zip them up, and then you know go beef it up in the pit. Zip zap, yeah, zoom it great. Pit it. Uh, but yeah, Mike, to your point, yeah, yeah, everybody's right riding on a blue cloud, huh? The with the Democrats just winning everything. Boy, <laughs> I couldn't contain couldn't contain my excitement. How about you? What what were you doing? Somersaults. Oh, man. How happy were you? I came in my pants. That's putting it mildly. No doubt about it. <laughs> I fucking don't care at all. I just happened to hear something for 10 seconds somewhere, and I wish I hadn't even heard it, but okay. Yeah, well, uh, one of our one of our people uh, was Peeps. censured, and that that vote actually actually happened. I thought she had, I thought Rashida had avoided uh, censure. Fuck that whole bitch! Yeah, Kristen notified me this morning that like, no, nah, no, nah, they actually did vote on it. Uh, the original vote by Marjorie Taylor Greene or the one that was put up for vote by Marjorie Taylor Greene was not uh, approved or whatever. This second one, I forget who actually put it up for a vote, but yeah, she was fucking censured. I think she fight it out. <laughs> A Palestinian American woman who voices uh, support for all uh, support for a ceasefire and in peace in the support of all lives on the planet uh, gets fucking censured in our in our government. And it's fucking ridiculous, man. I, I I don't know. Like we're we're through the fucking looking glass in in certain ways because this is kind of like somehow the inverse of like the way Republicans went after Barack Obama for like having death panels and shit. I think we're in a because like 22 time. fucking Democrats uh, voted to censure her. It's a unique time for at least growing up when we grew up from 1980 on. It was never in vogue for the majority for sure to criticize Israel or any of their policies. And now it's not so clear. It used to be clear cut along party lines, usually, or it was bipartisan even when it came to politics. Always been bipartisan, but yeah, it's now it's different since the late forties. Yeah, I just think it's since it became a state. It, to me, it's curious. I'm a little more intrigued, I guess, to see how people look at their lines, which I don't give a shit about, but I know they exist because we have them every, everywhere in every angle of society. So it looks like if you're a lefty. You're with the Palestinians, and if you're righty now, you still love Israel. But then there's the centrists in the middle who, uh, you know, think everything is bogus, but their voice isn't very loud, so you always hear more of the bullshit from the extremes, like you usually do in most of the things that are. And then, whoa, whoa, whoa! I gotta say, I disagree with that. I feel like you hear everything from the middle to the right. I don't think, although, like this label shit is is ridiculous. Uh, I I think honestly, I disagree with that. <laughs> If you're left, okay. Well, you know, the, the, the Biden's even gave in to some he, of the pressure from the leftist side of the party, I would say. I'm glad he, I don't give a fuck what, what is, he does what or who he, he listens to, but it's on. been a loud voice, right? Yeah, loud enough to have us lining up aircraft carriers in, in, in support of Israel and uh, borrowing more money from China and Japan to uh, fund $14 yeah. billion more in military aid. <gasps> Which the defense contractors love. We just buy it from the defense contractors and then fucking send it overseas as a little gift. Keep it rolling. Yep. Money train. Money, 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 money
good good day to be at Raytheon. <laughs> well, Fuck yeah, it is. It's and then just a like, good day. and it's for like completely asymmetrical war products. So like, Palestinians are like fashioning missiles out of fucking uh, twine and concrete, and then like. Israel's getting like the most advanced munitions in the world and never has to like see another person face to face to kill them. Weren't we we talked about it last time, right? The the fucking drone program is like the most advanced in the world. It's actually like a playground for uh drone programs. Like they they've been yeah, they they use they use Gaza as the last like fucking twenty, thirty years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Gaza is it's the whack-a-mole. No, I don't trust technology. It's their it's their demonstration area. Look at how good our weapons are. It's the Empire's the Empire's workshop. You wouldn't uh, believe you know. how many children you can kill with one of these things. Yeah, it's a lot. They're like they're small. They're small and they're fast, but check this out. Yep. Yeah, check this out. We're about to double tap an ambulance. Watch this drive. It's not cynicism. Very much true. Yeah, don't, that's the fucking fucked up part is like even even if you want to be sarcastic or make a dark joke about it like you can't you fucking can't it's all absolutely real and true and the more you exaggerate the closer you get to the truth and that's fucking terrifying <laughs> you know shit yeah, as opposed <laughs> to like the, the UN secretary general like just fucking weaseling out of everything just at, like do you have that clip Mike which one? It's in the, the show notes. It's a show. it's a link under UN Secretary General, the mouthpiece for Empire. Because huh. that's what it is. Like it's an appointed job, and it's appointed by you know the Security Council. So it's going to be someone that is ready to just go ahead and speak on behalf of the world powers, like the United States, USSR, what? Sorry, Russia, and China yep. was the USSR. But uh, it's a, it's got to be someone who's comfortable just being a, a media mouthpiece for all of them and excusing all of their actions. Like no, no matter if like the, the, there's so many folks in the UN that are like, well, Israel, and US say no. Every other country says yes. And then recently, it's been Ukraine abstains because they they oh, still shit. want to get military aid. Dude, okay, no. yeah. Uh, are you, are you playing uh, no ah uh, <laughs> there's a dropper a dropper the uh the video uh yeah there was there was also a vote to uh continue the uh oh i should the bed in the, the link uh, huh take a shit well i said the uh, maybe you did yeah. put the link in the chat but i don't know if it works the nightmare in gaza is more than a this humanitarian one? crisis yes it is a crisis of humanity. The intensifying conflict is shaking the world, rattling the region, and most tragically, destroying so many innocent lives. Ground operations by the Israel Defense Forces and continued bombardment are hitting civilians, hospitals, refugee Passive camps, tents mosques, are church, and UN facilities, including shelters. No one is safe. At the same time, Hamas and other militants use civilians as human shields and continue to launch rockets indiscriminately towards Israel. The protection Israel of civilians everyone must in be 
Better. Gaza is a target, so everyone is there. I'm deeply concerned about clear violations of international humanitarian law that we are yep. witnessing. Let me be clear. No party to an armed conflict is above international humanitarian law. Ladies and gentlemen mm. of the press, <laughs> the kind of Gaza is so becoming far. a graveyard for children. Hundreds of girls and boys are reportedly being killed or injured every day. Reportedly. More right. journalists have reportedly been killed over a four-week period than in any conflict in at least three decades. More United Nations and being directly have been targeted. killed than in any comparable period in the history of our organization. I salute all those who continue their life-saving work despite the overwhelming challenges and risks. And the unfolding catastrophe makes the need for a humanitarian ceasefire more urgent with every passing hour. Thank you, Jesus! Oh my God. What a fucking joke. That's, that's, um, that is, that is like, it's like the, the guy who's, who knows what he's selling you is, is real bad, but he's like, you, you know, but he kind of, he kind of tells you like, you don't want to buy this. Um, you don't really want to buy this house. But when his boss walks in, he's like, so, uh, you guys in or are you not, you know, but he's, Fucking no. spilling it, and the subtext of that is fucking horrifying. Um, because the passive language is the exactly perfect way to put it, Steve. Oh. It's more urgent than ever, or whatever the fuck he said at the end. I'm upset. Uh, completely undermined by everything he said before that. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's just like there's no descriptors. It's just humanitarian crisis. People are getting hurt. Like there's there's no actor. In any everything of these is sentences. reportedly there's no agency this it is yeah it's reported it's like everything's fucking vague we don't really know what's happening meanwhile like i mean look at the look at the demographic demographic uh differences between like how gen z sees this uh i'm not even going to call it a conflict or a war sees sees this occupation move farther into the occupied territory um versus older people and it's because they've seen the fucking videos of the shit happening because they're not going through like cnn or any of the other fucking uh mouthpieces like they're they're looking at actual images and then there's the, and it's so funny that they're looking at the same shit and they're already like able to discern between like you know someone actually posting footage from there and then just like whatever shill is posting just absolute just rivers flooding rivers of bullshit and always has been we got and, that from the source <laughs> there, there you israel israel has always has always amazed me as we were growing up i would hear adults talk about being like in support of israel and i i never i never understood that. i never understood that that division between like the the jews as a people who uh you know that you know a genocide against a a people like it versus israel as a state you know as a, as a child that just didn't make any sense to me i see no changes <laughs> like they almost they it's like two different things altogether and but like kind of uh you know thinking back about everything we learned about is i mean i never 
we don't hear we never really heard much about it like it i never quite understood why people fucking had this allegiance in this country to israel as the state do you ever think maybe this is why you fight so much having allegiance and of course supporting the jewish people but i never understood the the relationship between americans and the israelis israeli state it's just it was always just a very abstract concept to me well i know and why people support it because of world war ii and the holocaust that's just a simple lazy that happened okay so we must support them for all why times. are they so passionate they're passionate about nothing else because there's a huge lobby yeah yeah if you if you, you fucking go. if you fall short of apac oh man there's going to be fucking APAC trouble for you. Is, that was a field trip at my old school. It was. Every year, students APAC. would go on an APAC lobbying field trip. So that they're already getting set up and locked in to have it ingrained in them as teenagers. They, it was a Jewish school, so I guess it shouldn't be a surprise, but I do remember that. I, was, I never heard of APAC until then, and I remember all the stuff I heard about it after Did that. either of you guys watch the... Uh, the Al Jazeera video I sh- uh, I sent to you that was called the Lobby, the U.S. version. Uh, yes. So there was uh, there was one about uh, the U.K., but the U.S. version never got published in the U.S. even by like Al Jazeera English. It just it got quashed. But oh it has God. been uh, put up on YouTube, and I think at uh, Electronic Intifada they have uh, links to the episodes there too. But. That will show you how strong and how deep and how into college campuses the the Israel lobby is, and it comes directly from like the IDF, like they're oh, yeah. funding it, and the CIA, I'm sure. Well, there's mm-hmm. a whole no. It was all built in to the Jewish community. It actually, like, is in the United States. It's like a part of the community because they've lobbied for money to get money from donors who have big pockets within that community and it just keeps on going and going and going from there and you're right it is very much connected i i don't think people who are not jews maybe they do but maybe some don't you know, understand the power that the military well, has prefer in Israel. to be called goys right sorry about that but uh gentiles i, I, I want to be uh, i'm goyim I want to be a goyim when I grow up. I think <laughs> that is why but I, I make. But I, also I have, don't support your war. So. Oh come on, shit! But yeah, the IDF and the military arm of Israel has way too much control of their policy making, and it will never. I don't see that ever changing. It's like they had a traumatic event happen to them as a people, and then now that's been turned into this awesome force of awful vengeance against people who had nothing to do with any of the atrocities that were committed on the Jews at the time. It's just, it's so obviously sad and painful to watch and hear about this shit and to see the modern era of unfiltered videos that you get to see what's really going on. And that's a really good point you made, Steve, about how Gen Z sees that more clearly. And uh, it's, it's also like a just a turbo version of what's going on in the rest of the world. Like this, this sort of inequality, this sort of animus between the uh, haves and have nots. It's, it, it comes to a head when you come up with an actual apartheid system. So we're seeing it there. We should be seeing it here because there's that much fucking inequality here. And if, uh, if, if there were better, uh, 
you know, institutions for democratic rule, there, there wouldn't be any of these fucking problems. And if there was, you know, a, a collective effort to make life better for everybody, we wouldn't be seeing these fucking problems. And you could have a one state solution where even if Palestinians outnumber Jewish people, like if they could get along fine enough to realize like, oh, you know, maybe we should uh, set up sustainable fishing and like desalination plants and uh, water for everybody. And we'll start olive, olive groves and we'll, we'll make a cottage industry out of like all the cool shit that we have here that we used to have here and that we can have here. Like just, I mean, look to a better future instead of just eye for an eye, except 10 times over pounding the fucking living shit out of people. It's it's truly fucking horrifying. And, and I, I will have to admit that I don't know a lot about Netanyahu as a person. I feel like, I feel like I know enough of him to, to went to a prep school in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a genocidal maniac, just like all fucking prep school psychos that, that have never once felt or wanted to ever be part of, you know, any casts beneath them and couldn't, he probably couldn't fucking wait to get the hell out of there and go back to his uh, country where he, you know, took on his fucking whatever birthright just to, you know, just to use a, use a popular term uh, to like get into politics and fucking take over the empire of Israel. And just in the narrow, in this narrow swath of the globe, exert the most tyrannical and fucking psychotic uh level of control it is it's absolutely sick it's so fucking sickening and it just it like makes me wonder if um because again i don't i don't know israeli politics i don't quite care that much but i i wish i knew it's one of those things i wish i knew uh but who did he fucking beat? Like, was there ever a chance for Israel to go like more to the left, or have they always been like this virulently right wing? Because it feels like this was an inevitable. Who knows so much? Eh? You you are becoming your enemy. You know, like you are becoming the thing that you despise. It's a parliamentary government, so they have to have a co- coalition to select who is going to be the prime minister. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's usually like uh, you know, center right plus fascist right equals Netanyahu. Okay, so, which is why I got him lining up. <laughs> center right plus fascist right equals Netanyahu. I think is perfect. That'd make a great tweet. It wouldn't. <laughs> um, Not with even Schumer out there. He even, he even had a a, a guy. I, I think he was a defense minister of some some sort that was like. Yeah, we'll fucking note Gaza if we have to. And he like told him yeah. to shut up and leave the cabinet for a while. Just take a break, buddy. So like, there's at least because some the quiet sense, part out loud. <laughs> but no, like my thinking is that uh, the only reason we haven't seen nukes in these two wars we've been talking about is because Russia is downwind of Ukraine and Israel is downwind of Gaza. So it would just oh be god. fallouts for fucking everyone. Oh my god. That's- I did not think of that. But guess what? Taiwan is not downwind of China. Holy man. If that's how I wouldn't even be surprised, if that's how those calculations are being made. 
that is fucking magnitudes more terrifying. Is it? It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody actually caring that maybe there's China. a nuclear fallout. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. Somebody cares. That's putting it mildly. Dude, the, the, you know, I'm going to give CBS a little bit of credit. I may have done this last time. I don't like to give them credit, but they have been showing, uh, they've been showing a lot of video from Gaza. And yeah, it's, it's fucking awful. Well, everybody, I'm but Butt I Musburger. cannot believe I'm seeing it on CBS. That's, Butt that's crazy. Butt must <laughs> on the same on the same network. King Argatron <laughs> be deft. <laughs> China. Same Butt Musburger. Butt must. So speaking of China, uh, do you see? Do you see that uh, dipshit uh, board ape whatever conference in uh, Hong Kong? I did not, but uh, so the, I heard about, <laughs> I heard about <laughs> it. So these boarding douchebags get together for a conference. It's not the ones that were like hawking it on like uh, Jimmy Fallon or whatever. It's like the the guys who have just enough fucking crypto bro money to go buy an NFT or whatever of a stupid fucking cartoon and think that they're like, I'm elite now. But anyway. These guys fly into Hong Kong, and it's all like essentially just white dudes. And they go to uh, like a, a conference, and there's, it's supposed to be like cool and like ravey. So they they set up like a laser show with a bunch of black lights. But the, the black lights they got were probably for like sterilization and not for visual effects, <laughs> because people started to get blinded and sunburned by being at this stupid fucking conference. And I, I've never had bigger Schadenfreude. <laughs> you fucking douchebag. <laughs> wow, dude. Boom. We need this. We need, we need like, we need text from, we need a, a oh, uh, an actual article about it. <laughs> there is one. 404 Media has it. It's, uh, it's so funny because uh, I can't remember her name, but she collected a bunch of tweets for them and they were all so fucking sycophantic. They're like, Hey, I'm a little bit blind and I like my skin hurts, but like it, it was good shows. Like, and it was great to meet everyone in the board ape community. Like, all these hey, fucking douchebags. Oh, there's money I'm lucky enough to get together in the first place. Dude, that is. <laughs> my people are out I, there. Is it? It kind of blows me away how, how in and out that board ape thing really was. I mean, clearly a stupid trend. Yeah, that shit was everything has declined from like whatever their height values were to like you know three percent of whatever, but still like the cheapest one uh, at the time of the writing of the article was still something like thirty thousand dollars. Shut the. Please stop belittling me. You can like break this down in like basic terms, but like what is the value of that? Like, why would you want to own? Just put your put yourself in the mind of a complete idiot that has too much money like why would you even want to own an nft like that i can't okay yeah thank you yeah yeah same here i mind-boggling well i I think it's the same thing as everything else like such an ephemeral fucking thing (laughs) 
No, it's it's just like high school bullshit. Like, oh, that's what the popular kids are doing, so I'm going to do it too. And that that's is what bullshit. Value, right? I mean, it's basically it's pure uh, exuberance. Yeah, that in like the same uh, sort of speculation you'd see in any market as well. So, like, oh, here here's yeah. a new market. Like, let's <laughs> let's go fucking whole hog on stupid fucking ape cartoons. Too many toys. Crazy to me. It. I mean, it is a it is a table of fucking poker. I mean, it is a game of Texas Hold'em. It's just uh, who like people hanging in there longer than they should. Those are the people end up losing money. And yeah, it's like one of those uh, win a hard body, hand down the truck type things. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's more like that. Yeah. Call nine one one. Yeah, I want to hear more uh, Govia crypto thoughts or just anything Web three blockchain. Mike, how high? You've been in that uh, universe. How much a money? Bit? Yeah, yeah I, Mike, how high up were you? What was your? What was the peak? And then I got out. Where did you cash? Uh, out? I got out six weeks ago. Actually, so I was just Ooh, like, "This is stupid." I've still got money I put in. I didn't really make an investment at that point, but there was a time where, yeah, uh, on paper, it was I don't know, like forty thousand dollars gains, uh, and I. I took out and put it back in doing day trading stuff here and there. So um, I don't know exactly how much money I made, but that was in 2021. It all died by the end of 21, really. (laughs) uh, Since then, it was just kind of, and I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I I thought I could hang in there. I I was just living in denial. I knew it was pump and dump city and there was no real tangible, even if they tried to tie it like, Hey, watch the gold price or, you know, when the economy goes to shit, Crypto's where you want to be. It didn't really sound like that was the case over the last, although we're not officially in a recession, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, man, uh, those people yeah. are desperate. That's what it is. I actually feel bad because yeah, yeah. a lot of it is the desperation of our economy and the people who are really desperate to find something that will give them, yeah, a quick fix, right? Money that can be easily made, which is something that's always going to attract a lot of people. But I, I'm done with it. I'm glad to be done with it. And, you know, the people that want to continue to hump that dream are probably adjacent to a severe scumbag. Everyone everyone in that game is very adjacent to scumbags. And they might be the scumbags. So, I'd, Well fucking done. Lock that the fuck in. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Yes. Yeah. That is so perfectly said yeah adjacent that could be it that could be its own show Tonight. just adjacent in general but adjacent. Adjacent. very special because adjacent. i i completely yeah i completely get that sentiment spread it on it's real nice <laughs> plenty of shot of that ending, sorry. see some of these psychos like get their asses handed to them but um, you know, basically, she's like grinders, man. That's all they've ever known, and like you know, their fucking dads probably, uh, you know, screamed at umpires and yanked them out of fucking baseball games when they were kids. Like they just, they won't give up. You know, they're just these fucking. Go, I'll take you to the mat. Just work maniacs, and yet they've got no other, got no other options. So they end up. Them putting all their fucking money in this, uh, you know, craps table. Money itself and they don't is realize lost or made and simply done, uh, transferred from one perception exactly. to another, like magic. Yeah. 
Yeah, stop like, fucking like going. from FTX to Alameda. You think yep. uh, Binance, Binance is going down next? Do you think CZ? Like, where the fuck is he now? He's in some <laughs> country with a non-extradition treaty. I guarantee it. Oh, my God. You guys hear how, uh, uh, fr- was it Friedman Bank? What the fuck's his last name? Yeah, Sam yeah. Ba- Sam Jailman Jail. Sam Bankman Freed. Bankman Freed, yeah. <laughs> how he, was, <laughs> he was acting like a complete bozo on trial in the court last week he was like crying and doing all this weird shit he had like zits and he was disheveled as fuck (laughs) and uh i take great delight in that you know i don't like to wallow or i don't know i don't want to cherish the misery of others i don't think that's a good philosophy Mm. for most people but in his case yeah there's always a case-by-case exception yeah that guy is a turd you all the other athletes that got in business with him i mean there's a lot of celebrities in Sports people that got involved with that scumbag and they made money from what did it. Josh Johnson say, uh, Josh Johnson, funny, funny little comedian. If you guys come across him ever, he's great. <laughs> but he was yeah. to me, yeah, the biggest mistake this guy made is he ripped off fucking rich people. It's <laughs> 100% true. That's funny. It's the same thing that uh, Elizabeth, um, what's her face? <laughs> The, the Holmes, blood group, Theranos. Yeah, yeah, blood group. This ain't reality she, TV. She ripped off fucking rich people. Like if you yeah. fucking steal from the poor, you're you're golden. You're never gonna see time. Yeah, you're this literally Mark Andreessen guy. with three mansions in Malibu. He has three Malibu mansions from ripping off poor people from pump and dump crypto. Malibu. There you go. I mean, nights, tangerine dreams. This is America. Again, you don't my- make money. You're a fucking douchebag. Now, what you gonna do? What are you gonna do? To, to my point, every time you exaggerate <laughs> about this shit, it's actually closer to the truth. It's just, it's just so we're our like perception is so again. fucking limited. It's cartoonish. Hey, the beaver's yelling at the other beaver. <laughs> exactly what cartoonish. Banana telephone repairman. You got the job, buddy. You got the job. <laughs> you got the job. <laughs> the baboon eyes. Girls in America. Sauce. Baboon eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, we did get an email, and apparently, oh yeah, <laughs> apparently Luke is uh, <laughs> the one who's been putting the crosshairs. Of who- By the way, this email is from Finn Gurr, and I truly believe that it's someone we know. I really do. I don't. Oh, okay. I, I know you assholes out there are playing around using these secret code names, your pen names, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and you're real. It I, would be. It just would be odd that a total stranger would take so much umbrage and the with, dedication to like, with anything know. I'd have to say. Yeah, yeah, and the dedication, and I'm gonna make an, the, up an online profile for a pseudonym, yeah. my non diplome. <laughs> uh, I mean the whole the whole uh, office situation, you know, kind of like I'm, I've I've been a little bit, uh, I've like been interested. I've been like wanting to tune in week to week. Uh, what's going on at the office? What's Linda up to? What's going on in the IT department? <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, at, yeah. at BlackRock. On a black yeah, at BlackRock. Yeah, BlackRock. Get your steak cooked. It's on see, a black it, rock. it would make me so, it just would make me so happy if it actually was a BlackRock and. This it that just really bothers me that it's not true. 
Well, Finn emailed yeah, us Yeah, so there's about, a fine line between yeah. uh, trolling and whatever. Troll toll. You got to pay the troll, troll toll. Troll toll. You have to. And Finn uh, was the only email we had this week. Uh, it's a quiet week for emails. We'd love to get you guys. Where's uh, Where's Mr. Pink? That's another guy who I th- still think is a friend of ours. Danny? I don't. Yeah, Pink. Danny. Come I on. really miss Danny. I, I feel like Danny's done. Danny faded out officially. We miss you. Danny, if you're listening to this, then email us. Let us know you're live. We're worried yeah, about sorry you. Sorry if it's my fault, too. I'll leave. Definitely not, it's definitely not we your fault. We used to have a and Luke show. It could just be the fact that Scott left and him and Scott were best buds. So I don't know. That could yeah. be too. Danny, if all of this is bullshit, you know what you could do? You could clear all this up, turn it into hearsay, turn it into whatever you want by emailing the show. Is it safe pod email. at gmail.com? Nah, he, he left when he left when Scott Scott uh bounced. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the yeah. case. I, it's it's Scott related. It's Scott related. I thought maybe Danny would uh, email the show about James Harden being traded to the Clippers. I mean, it's an exciting time. What an exciting <laughs> moment that is. We just have yeah. to keep him in the loop. We got to reach out. Yeah. Reach out, touch me. By the way, Depeche Mode was here yesterday. I heard it was a good show. Shut the fuck up. That would have been fun to see. No, it wouldn't because it's at the fucking Globo Dome, you know? Just like Metallica's going to be here this weekend. Two shows, Metallica at Ford Field. It sounds terrible to see a band at Ford Field. That is so... That sounds god-awful. ...opposite of intimate. (laughs) I mean, I know they have a lot of fans so they can sell it. It's atrocious. But, no, it's atrocious. And that stadium fucking sucks. I, yes. I wouldn't even take free tickets to a game. Arena rock and bleachers is the worst. Mm-hmm. I no. would rather I would rather just tailgate in the fucking parking lot for the whole game in the freezing ass cold or watch <laughs> it at home on the TV. Why the fuck would I want to sit knee to knee with two like it's a you cannot sit anywhere in this in these fucking stadiums. They're terrible. Yeah, you know my opinions about that. I won't That's even go putting to putting it mildly. I'm game. You, oh no, you would try to give me a fucking. Oh, those ticket. bleachers are they? They they assume that Michigan Fleet people garbage. are of like normal weight and size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Where, where they the bleachers numbered? It's like, it's like narrower than like a, a fucking airplane seat. They're like, oh, oh we got 170,000 seats in this. Yeah, like, no, you we don't. We should only keep this is the 80,000 person Fuck. fucking stadium. I'll give it one thing, though. It's, it is easier to keep warm when, like, uh, <laughs> the guy behind you's belly is on the back of your fucking neck. Well, well if you're one of those lucky motherfuckers that ends up, uh, you know, sat right next to some, like, super hot single chick, like, that's great for you. Good for you. Yeah. That's perfect. I was fucking pissed on my flight to Arizona. Because the guy next to me was six foot six, two hundred. <laughs> he wasn't that fat. He was just a giant man. And we were Wait, in. You had to set up the seat configuration. Were you in the aisle, on the window, in the middle? I was in the last row at the window before the exit rows kick in. So there's nobody behind me, but it didn't really matter because the seat wouldn't recline anyways. And this guy was. He's space. Without him being rude or just being himself, it already takes up. About 14, 15% of my room uh, horizontally. So it was, I was getting so pissed in my mind because I was trying to play video <laughs> games in my seat. And first of all, you can't put the tray table down. I could put the tray table down and put my laptop on it because the way the chair is, it, it indents too great. So I wouldn't be able to see the screen properly. So I had to put the computer on my lap and like bend the screen down while 
having the computer kind of upbraided in a position on my lap while I'm trying to find a spot to hold the controller, but I can't go over here and I can't fit it around the laptop behind it. And I was just like this. <laughs> oh my God. I was just like this for like three and a half, four hours. All right, go like this. <laughs> to the right, to the left, to the right. You're just doing a thriller dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like pretty much what it was. God damn it. I love this guy <laughs> not giving a shit. I love that he just—he basically—he's just like, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm big, fucking. I don't blame him either. You know, like, I mean, I can't be pissed at him. That's his—he—he he is who he is. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you know, I always pick an aisle or a window so I can like tuck the size of myself like in somewhere so that like I'm not bothering anyone else. Yeah, that's why I like the window. Uh, it's like a cubby corner. You want to just not, try to go uh, in there? Yeah, I could lean uh, against uh, it. Uh, yeah. So. But I should have just not flown with. If I flown with Leanne, then I wouldn't have had that problem. So we're never not gonna travel without each other. That's a lock. Just for that, even if I got shit to do, I'd just rather be next to her than some guy. And if I was that guy, I would have been shelling out the extra cats for the emergency exit seats. Like I, I just life's too short. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he flies all the time and he can't afford it. But then if he does fly all the time, maybe he's got some type of corporate account where he works somewhere. I don't know. But there had to have been a better way for that man. Because I, I did feel bad for him, even though I was annoyed. I did. Like, this this is, it's like if shit, you, uh, Leanne was like a, a mannequin that you put in your car for like a, the HOV lane or something. <laughs> <laughs> We got access. You take her everywhere, so you got you got access to all the best driving, all the best all the best transportation. Uh, it's gonna be the best a. transportation. It's gonna be the fastest. By the way, in uh, Finn's email, uh, he was frustrated with Luke's segment, oh, yeah. but then he also gave a giant list of were these just scary movies or his favorite. Uh... I okay. Can I? You can either read it or not. It's a, it's almost too long to read. I think it's a little silly to read the whole fucking thing. No, it's um, more of his shit talking about Bill and Linda. About- yeah, and then he got he said yeah, this from the forty six minute mark to the forty nine minute mark. I had heard the most nonsensical, maddening ramblings of what I can only assume is Loopy Luke, recently separated from his hand and dad. I might mention. <laughs> Dangling from an ultra high frequency version of a UHF antenna on the belly of Cloud City. (laughs) Wow, not interested. It says, "Look, Luke, I get it. You are all delusional from having your dad cut off your hand." (laughs) What? Oh my God! So you talked about Luke Skywalker, and then free falling to the bottom of a fantastically floating city. Only to be thrown out like so much used trash onto an ultra high frequency antenna. Now you're stuck at the end of some dumb fucking UHF antenna, and you got to answer some fucks. Alls, fuck alls. Oh, cool. Uh, is fuck alls hyphenated or no? Would, would it be, be fucks all, all? I think, or fuck, yeah, fuck alls. alls? It would be fucks all. I think. I think it would be fucks all. Okay, well, he's yeah. got fuck Joe alls. Nuxall, the old left-hander. Hey, yeah. Well, you know, if you're dealing with uh, attorneys general, the attorneys general. So, in the cookies fortune. Oh, exactly. I was just thinking the cookies fortune. <laughs> exactly. Uh, dumbass questions <laughs> about horror movies. Value. Yeah. Or some such moronic horseshit. Anyways, I get it. So he gets it. And he wasn't even talking to you, Luke. He was talking about Luke Skywalker. Also, I somehow deciphered from your thoughtless ramblings that you'd like to watch a scary movie every day in October. But things always seem to fall apart. Is that correct? Did I successfully convey short sentences that which you could not in nearly three full minutes of discourteous discourse? Spoiler! You kissed your sister, dude. Fuck, I'm sorry. That's terrible of me. Oh, anyways... 
Here are 31 scary movies my cousin gave me to give you to watch in November. Please read each title aloud, allowing space for guest feedback. You want us to read all 31 titles? I'll tell you, it's not going to yeah, happen. Fuck that. No, not that's happening. fucking... We could do, do a lightning round. All right, here we go. No, uh, no, no. no, no. Blade no, 2. That's gonna get, no, 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 no. We're not reading any of Blade that. 2? The <laughs> Haunted Mansion 2003? Not, I, I already want to quit. Uh, fine. Go ahead. Go for oh, it. Oh, look. It's got an American Werewolf in Paris as number four. That's a good one. You do like that one, see? Uh, House of Wax, never seen it. Uh, Our Idiot Brother, not a scary yeah. movie. A stupid movie with Steve Coogan. Wait, House of, House of Wax, the original? All right, now we got a fucking... All right, okay, fine. House of Wax, the original or the remake? Uh, I don't see... There's the no original is good, the planet. Uh, but it's not that good. Mm. Keep going. Midnight Special, Neon, Dion, <laughs> Neon Demon? Midnight Special is good. Uh, that's... Uh, yeah, that's with... Um, is that Michael Shannon? Thank you. Yeah, Michael Shannon. Thank you. In that. Uh, it's, it's Nichols, yeah. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Six, American Ninja, <laughs> Silver oh, Bullet so Six is supposed to be. Oh, one there that, that was on Cinema fine. Nine recently. That's right. We just did Silver Bullet. Luke stepped in for Eric, me, Travis, and Luke. Check that out. Right. Cinema Nine Pod on all standard platforms for podcasts. The Goonies, Dream a Little Dream. We also did that movie a long time ago. It sucked. License to Drive. I love. Wait a minute. Is that a horror movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> he he wrote Licensed to Drive. But I think the title's well, licensed to drive. Something different. Not that it's a big deal, but I think I just want to know if I'm right on that. License to drive. Oh, yes, it is licensed to drive. It was not licensed. Sorry. Correct. Yeah, this is like the the AP style guide argument versus like uh, driver license versus driver's license <laughs> with an apostrophe, and then uh, God. the UK already solved it. They just called it driving license, but oh. no one does that here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're still we're still relying on like you know the Chicago's writer guide for style. Oh yeah, go to the fucking Owl Purdue's uh, <laughs> online citation website. I've spent a lot of time check, there over the last four years. <laughs> check your Funkin' Wagnalls APA citation. APA versus Chicago style. <laughs> Chicago style a citation or Chicago style deep dish pizza or Chicago style hot dog. Okay, third one. I think our old pal Morgan. Morgan used to get drunk and go to that stupid. There was a bar in Lansing that was like that was a thing. They served Chicago style hot dogs. It might have even been called Chicago hot dog or some shit. I can't remember the exact name of that restaurant. Should have been. That would be easy. Yeah, oh, I've totally been, been there. Yeah, it had the Vienna beef. It had the the sport peppers. It had the, uh, the yeah. fucking neon relish. The tomatoes. So that was a real place. Okay. Yeah. That, Yay! <laughs> that wasn't just the, wow, the fever dude. dreams of a, of a young alcoholic. Anyways, there's a bunch more. Thanks for emailing. Uh, by the way, P.S. Pasties is a French drink made from three parts barf mixed with one part barf. I think R2 <laughs> was serving that shit when C-3PO knocked over his tray on Jabba's sail barge. Luke, guess you were too busy. What? Fucking stupid robots. What? Two T's. Butts. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Wait, but I think kind of... It's funny because it, it, it literally it cracks me up. He literally. I'm like, what's the, uh, is there animosity here? I can't quite tell. Animosity. Uh, it, it does make me feel like it's somebody we know, but also, Somebody I don't know, man. Know. It just sounds like Anyhow. a try-hard fucking Star Wars show based on the, it, your name it is, is Luke. Tri- yeah, that it's didn't land at all. The Star Wars angle didn't land for the, me. It's definitely pushing the fucking, it's definitely pushing the fucking metaphor. And, you're but living I, in the past, man. I gotta say, he had 
he had me uh, cackling a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Yay! You know, push push the envelope, and we'll see what happens. So, but fuck I, is he talking I, about? Well, it's not all one thing or another with that I email. It was pretty funny. I I thought it was really fucking funny. Uh, but well, you're yeah, a good sport, I Luke. Mean, it's just a little too. It's it's just a lot of it's a lot of text, and you know, <laughs> it just, is. There's a lot of you know, as long as the world keeps like being busy, it's going to be tough to work it in, but. Hey, listen, man. I, I appreciate the effort. Oh, um, where is he? I'd like to look at him. I don't get offended by shit, so I don't mind. Uh, I also think it was maybe done in. Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to figure out what the fucking intent was here, but I think to, the guy's got a writing style. <laughs> yeah. Has he been in? Uh, I actually think he's pretty. I think he's a pretty good writer. He or she is a pretty good writer. What is that subreddit? Like the the Empire was right or something like that. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? Oh, there's so many Star Wars subreddits. I've there no are. Idea. You're right. There are too many. Yeah, that does remind me of that. Oh, where is he? I'd like to look at him. Could have what? <laughs> Sitting on ass. Sitting on ass. So email show is a safe pod at gmail dot com. That's how you can contact us. Uh, any other final thoughts here? I'm going to go to bed soon. I think r slash Palpatine made me come is the best one. <laughs> Palpatine come. What, is that what that shit was in Rise of Skywalker? That was like all over the place with his. Hey, it made my Skywalker rise. Yeah, I bet you did. Panama Red. <laughs> Daisy Ridley. She got a new movie coming out. She still exists. So if anybody cares. And Raisy Diddley. Raisy Diddley. Diddly diddly. Diddly 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 dank bahang. Um, <laughs> oh my god dude what day is this i'm thinking uh thinking arby's uh so for god i feel like there's something You're i wanted to oh i did nope i can't remember uh too much going on too many things at once here but uh, i don't know hopefully the show was useful to you people in some way you can review us five star reviews that's always fun and yeah that's pretty much it that's how it works uh closing song for today anybody inspired ready to go got one in the chamber yeah, I do. Okay. A perfect circle. So long, and thanks for all the fish. I bet you would, Pam, my red. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Fish! All right. Fish speed. So long. Thank you, And thanks for all the fish. So long, and thanks for all the shoes? Remember that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was no facts. I saw Oh, yeah. So long, and thanks for all the shoes. No facts. <laughs> So long, and thanks for all the fish. Here it is. Perfect circle. All right, everybody. Take it easy out there. It's for you, Dave.
Joy.